And as promised, we've got a, a guest um, in the studio, uh, John Nyamu Uswa. Uh, he's the CEO, founder of the Phoenix uh, Foundation for Bands. And I asked him outside, so where are you from? Ah, Pinoni! Pinoni! And Pinoni guys like like coming to Johannesburg for fun. I'm like, guys... You don't have to drive 50, 60 kilometers and then when the JMPD arrests you for drunken driving, you call me Eklanzito Tifause. We came to know. Have fun there in Pinoni, man. Do something. I know that off ramp here in Inyoganyog, Snake Park. You know Snake off ramp. Shall. Do you know Snake off ramp? Yeah, they always mention it. Hmm? Anyway, welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you for having me. Good to have you. Yagbono, usoinkilo shaman skinny jeansy. Winja eke. Shaman skinny jeansy. And all the ulele is even checking your. Parele, parele, pumagota mare. Itomusoinku soinke more than me. Welcome to the show, man. Delighted to have you. Uh, you know, I, I believe you have an incredible story. And me, I'm not going to hog your story. I want you to tell the listeners um, about your story and uh, your journey. Tell us about about your life story, my brother. Um, okay. Well, well, yeah. Firstly, I was uh, involved in a car. Well, it's not to say a car accident because it was a stationary vehicle. Okay. At the age of four years old. Okay. Um, we were playing as kids, playing in a fire. Uh, well, like playing around the car and then we got into the car and we decided to light a match. And then we lit a match in a little paint can yeah. and the paint can fell over. And because it was an old abandoned car, there yeah. had been like people were throwing things in that car already. So there was paraffin, plastics, you know, papers and everything. So it caught a light immediately. Um, and obviously then the doors w- were shut. We couldn't open them because I mean, we were young at that yeah. age and we we're panicking. We we're in a panic stage. I was fortunate enough that I was, I ran to the back, to the backboard of the car. And then I, well, like kind of like crept into the backboard where my other two friends were unfortunate and they passed away due to obviously to the trauma and everything. I was then immediately, hospitalized, taken to hospital, um, and I was pronounced dead when I got there. So you, uh, you the, how old were you? I was four years old. So when I got to the hospital, they tried to do resuscitate me, whatever, and they didn't see me making it through to the next day. So then when they called in my parents, then they were just like, listen, John's not going to make it. And then, so the following day when I was supposed to go to the pathology center, where obviously now they're going to take my body to the morgue and everything, um, my mother walked in and she was like, I'm not giving in. Like, I want to see this boy one last time. <clears throat> and then she came and I woke up just as about, as they were about to put me what into the pathology fridge and everything. And the doctors couldn't explain what happened. And I mean, this is what they do on a daily basis. You know what I mean? The, the, these were surgeons and stuff that were taking care of me at the time. And, um, but look, my parents didn't follow through in terms of like, you know, I mean, suing or anything like that. They were just happy for life. Do you understand? Yeah. And then I carried on being hospitalized. I went through numerous amounts of surgery, like tons throughout from primary school to high school. I went to psychologists, you know, for, you know, obviously you're going to need the counseling and everything. And it came to a point in my life where I just felt that all those things were just 
not worth it anymore. Like the last offer that I had received was that, do I want to go to um, overseas for like uh, plastic surgery proper, mm. like, you know, full on. And I was like, listen, I'm happy in my skin. I'm, I've, mm. I've had it with the pain. I'm, I'm done. I can't take this anymore. But most of all, it was because I just didn't need to anymore. I was, I was happy with the person that I was. So, w- w- at, at what age did you make that decision? That listen. So, well, this I'm was cool. in, now I mean, in grade yeah. eight. So, you're looking at. I was about eleven, twelve mm. at that time, and yeah. this is me. This is where I should have actually made the decision to go because this is high school now. This is me entering high school. You know, now that we start thinking about girls and relationships and stuff. Mm. Like, and I was, I was, I was, I was, I was set. I was like, I'm gonna enter life as I am, going forward. And yeah. I decided to do that, and I did my high school years. I then left, and I went and did my IT engineering degree there, and. I finished off there and then I just immediately hit success. Like I got my first job, you know, I was young, I was successful. Well, not out, I would say in my own like sense of yeah, my life, yeah, yeah. I was successful to myself. Do you understand? I had made it. I had made, I had done what your average person wouldn't be able to do in their normal years. So, um, I went on and I got jobs, different jobs and stuff like that. And I actually, it's, it's actually where the, the whole thing started hitting me now that the depression phase and stuff because you see when you're in in, in primary school in high school you're in a little small circle and yeah. everyone's accepting you and showing you that yeah. type of love and yeah. you think hey I'm ready to face the world but mm. when you go to varsity and it's I get to Joburg you know from Pinoni yeah Pinoni <laughs> hey, snake snake of ramp yes yeah so yeah. you get here and then it's like nobody knows John you know and there's fashion it's, and you know and it's like oh my god and you know and then you start getting used to the stairs and whatnot yeah. like that but I held, held my head up high and I was like I'm going to do this. And then it was only in 2016 that, it, that it, like something, somebody, people were starting to say to, I was starting to like get comments from people saying, John, but you really like, you're an inspiration. You inspire me and stuff. And the things that I say to motivate people and stuff like that, they were like, you should really look at doing this like as a career and stuff. And then last year I just decided, listen, there has to be something that God saved me for. There has yeah. to be a bigger picture to this. And then I just met this little girl, um, she who was had also been in an accident and when i met up with her she was crying in the mall and then i asked her what's wrong and you know she said no she had uh her friends had just left her because they didn't want to play with her and stuff like that but she was actually walking back home basically yeah. so the girls had rejected her to not play anymore after school and whatever because of her condition, no, because right? of her condition and she was yeah. the exact same um condition as ours and i was like how dare they and then i told her and i gave her like you know i told her i gave her a little motivational talk and she was happy and when she went home, she was fine and everything. And then I was like, "Listen, I'm dropping everything. This is this is what I've. This is what, clearly what I'm here to do. God, if I went to St. Peter's Gate and he asked me, like, he was must have been like, John, you will go back there and you're gonna go save those kids. Is you this know? what inspired the the Phoenix Foundation? Yes, and then that's why I started the Phoenix Foundation. And then um, who better than to have the people that grew up with me. So I've got Swisiso Patel and Wusi Lending Kosi and my sister Tiniko Nyamusa as the directors. And I mean, my sister's an obvious case, so I would have her there. And we started this and it's... How many... uh, I mean, are you looking after... uh, We're looking at uh, after about three kids right now. Okay. uh, Because we've just started, you know, we are like in desperate need of... So what, what the Phoenix Foundation does is the other burn societies will then maybe... Uh, you get like the Smile Foundation and everything that where they do the operations and stuff. Yeah. We concentrate more on like motivating the kids. So like with the character that you see yeah. here is what I'm trying to bring out to the other kids now saying that, listen, you are better 
regardless of whatever your situation is you need to feel comfortable in your skin you need to walk with your head held up high don't care about the stairs because the stairs are actually what like you know the community kind of victimizes us we're not victims per se yeah. we mm. just like just just like you would get an accident and yeah, you have a broken your, leg yeah, do you understand yeah, yeah. but because society will then you know and then you start seeking validation and stuff like that and then if they're going to get into their teen years doing that then that's where they'll kind of outcast more into the wrong things Absolutely. they do in life Absolutely. but if they keep with their hell held up high and say listen god is is got me being apologetic yeah, yeah and don't feel yeah. sorry for yourself yeah. life goes on well which was the first name of the company initially so you so just, what kind of help do you guys need oh uh, well right now because what we do is after they've been hospitalized we kind of because you see pe- the most of the time is that the heal the wounds don't heal because they don't make it back to the hospital for the checkups and the yeah. everything. Do you understand? Yeah. And once you start in a certain like course of medication, you actually need to carry with on with it throughout the whole process for you to heal. And it's an ongoing process. Mm. I'm still in a healing process myself. I'm still taking some of that. So I think with because of the strain the government's gotten right now, after they've been discharged, it's kinda like, Okay, we're done. And it's not. There's a huge huge role that needs to be played in terms of counseling motivation so yeah. we are right now uh using our own personal vehicles and you know and i mean my directors have their own careers as well so mm. right now we're in desperate need of like a bigger vehicle mm. to take the kids so then we take them to we've got a nurse and a psychologist and a, a surgeon on board as well so we take them to do like uh, checkups and then we do a mo- I'll do like a session with them a motivational session then I'll take them to proper counseling I'm not saying the counseling doesn't work but I'm just saying it's easier when you hear it from somebody who's been in your yeah, shoes yeah. do you understand um and then um we do medical kits which is the most expensive thing right now I mean yeah I was going to ask you I mean if 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 you went through this at the age of 4 I'm just imagining the how amounts, much money yes. your family it's, paid. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it, it got to the point where the 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 medical aid would get exhausted at a time, and I'm then sure. we'd have to wait a while for it to you know to um, get more funds, and then you know. So if we can alleviate some of, I mean, and this was I was fortunate enough that my parents were working and stuff like that. The kids that we're dealing with in formal sentiments and stuff like that, they don't have that that opportunity. Do you understand? Yeah. So you're looking at a wound where that kill, could heal ten times. Like mine is a third degree burn. Okay, mm. it does get worse. It would, the worse it gets is that maybe you lose an arm or a limb, yeah. which one of our girls unfortunately did lose. Mm. So now we're trying to we have to raise like prost- uh, prosthetic legs for her, and you're looking at plus minus those range from a hundred to like six hundred thousand, depending on the range that you obviously. Get. Um, but the government's issue stuff that we're using, it, trust me, it's, it's look. They, I'm not saying they're not doing a good job, but it's for the type of healing that we're looking at, it's it's not good enough. What an incredible story! So, um, you know, I'm sure there, there's people out there who are listening uh, who can identify with your story. I'm sure they've also went through it, and I'm sure those who who are also willing to help you, you know, help your foundation. You know, so that you can help more people. Yeah. So how do how do people get hold of you guys? Okay, well they can get a hold of uh our Do you have a uh, do you have do a website have a, or are you Instagram? Are you on Yes, on, we're on, on Twitter and Okay. And um, Facebook. How was <laughs> Twitter? Um, <laughs> so yeah, we just kind of because we just relaunched and rebranded and okay. everything. So, so who, everything who knows who knows the details? I think do you have it with it, you? Yeah. Uh, uh, this guys see. two guys <laughs> No, no, no. Um, yeah, no. Instagram. No, is in yeah, charge Wusi, of our, di- our marketing. Lucy, please come inside. Lucy, come. She's busy there with the phone now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, but, cool. Uh, other than that, yeah, definitely. Um, 
we could use a lot of help. Um, no, we absolutely. do have uh, some a few sponsors on the, in the pipeline, but we could. I mean, it's for the kids. Really. Okay, so what we'll do is uh, okay, okay, Busi, give, give us uh, your your Facebook. Now he has by the Busi. head. Um, So for Twitter It's the Phoenix Foundation Okay um, But it's at the Phoenix And then F-O-U-N-2 Okay Alright As the handle Alright we'll write that down Facebook Facebook it's the Phoenix Foundation The Phoenix Foundation Okay For Burns Okay Alright So we'll definitely write those down And you know we'll, 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 We'll tweet you Ne? We'll tweet you, we'll send you a tweet, and you'll retweet us. Ne? <laughs> and then we'll retweet and tweet. And they can also give me a call. I, can't, I don't mind. There is a. Uh, that, is, that is fine. Is that fine? That is okay. Should I say it? Yeah, you can okay. say it. 066 <laughs> 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 And no, this is, for, this is for the kids, eh? This is for the foundation. I'm calls regarding it. the foundation. Okay. 066 199 Guys, doing a great job. Thank you so much for your time. Thank and, you very uh, much for having us. We'll give you support and we'll promote you. Okay. John, uh, yes, that is uh, John Yamuswa on the Glenzido Superdrive. He's the CEO, founder of the Phoenix Foundation for Band Victims. Good afternoon.